0: what's uh what's up so welcome back to the rambling viking podcast i bet you're wondering why uh this isn't next week and saying hey didn't you already release one yeah well it's the nba playoffs and two episodes ago i talked a little bit about uh the nba and then uh going into the playoffs but it just it's just so exciting i decided that um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna muddy up my my weekly show necessarily with it um but just kind of post post shows here and there um, just talking about the playoffs my take et cetera et cetera um because it's very interesting it's it's kinda of, and some wild things have happened in just a measly two and a half games overall because not everyone has played uh, their game three yet so as of' recording this um it's Friday and we have a couple games on the docket tonight. First and foremost on my radar is OKC at Portland. because er, Nope, flip that Portland at OKC. Um, because that's going to be a big tell for, I think, uh, this is a pivotal game. Um, OKC got stomped in game two. And uh, personally as a fan, hurt me. Hurt me good. Thought we could steal one in Portland, but apparently we couldn't. Anyways. Um and CJ and Lillard are lighting them up right now, definitely in the alpha dog positions. But OKC at home is in the playoffs, dude. There, there's some kind of energy, and, and and anytime Russ gets um outplayed, he he always seems to to come back with a vengeance. So um it'll be interesting, it'll be a really exciting game tonight. Uh, but that series, all in all, I think probably will go to seven. Um. It either. Gosh, I mean, it could it could be a crazy it could end up being a sweep. OK, so you could lose three game three and four and Portland could sweep and shock the world. And OKC okay, so would be in shambles. Well, not really shock the world. I think uh, everyone on inside NBA um, on TNT picked uh, Portland and I was like, OK, all right which I, I honestly think bodes well for OKC because then that means that they're coming from an underdog position. Nobody expects them to win, so the pressure's off. But um, Lillard and McCollum have made more threes combined than the entire OKC team, and I think that's the biggest Achilles heel right now is um, the poor shooting percentage, but then um, in light of poor shooting percentage, we're like they say, hey, let's keep shooting. And shooting and shooting and um, also just not being able to contain Lillard or McCollum. Got to got to have some game plan come into place. But I, I think I think people will step up tonight and it'll be it'll be a good game. Anyways, um, yeah, it could very easily be a, a four game sweep or shoot. Um, OKC okay, so could win the next four and ended in six at home. Um, or it it'll go. Oh, that was weird. My computer beeped on me. Or it'll go to a game seven and be a seven-game series and be a nail biter. And it, anytime it's game seven, it's I mean, home home court does help, but I think in this series, it's, it's anybody's ball game if it goes to game seven. So we'll just see how it unfolds. But that's that's pretty interesting. Um, fun fact about that: last time OKC, so Portland, and going up to 0 is oh I don't remember the exact set. They rattle it off. They're like eleven. No, they're like twenty and twenty and 0 or something like that. Like they don't lose when they go up two O. Other fun fact: When OKC last time OKC was down 2-0 they went on to go to the NBA Finals back in twenty twelve. So it's like it's it's anybody's ball game, folks. That's why this is this is real. It's a real exciting series for me. But I think all around um, we've actually got some exciting series. Um, in the NBA, not just in the West, uh, kind of like years past where it was like, okay, let's get to the Eastern Conference Finals because that's the first real interesting game. The East has actually got some talent and some prowess this year, and uh, their playoffs are, are quite interesting too. But uh, also on the docket, we Raptors Magic, which is tied at 1-1 because the Magic Radle was able to steal one. However, the Raptors came back with a vengeance and won by like 20 or something wild like that um here let me pull it up actually yeah they won by <laughs> they almost won by 30 won by 29 and they're they're playing tonight as well um in orlando they're the early game uh 6 p.m if you run off central time zone and then we have another round of celtics pacers who the pacers have played the celtics fairly close it's 2-0 boston leads the series um the thing, the factor about this for me has been, it's been surprisingly low scoring. Uh, it's been 84-74 was game one and 99-91. So neither of broke a hundred. So it's uh it's kind of a fight of a series. And I mean, the pace is really, it's really unfortunate what happened to Victor Oladipo. i like, I think if he hadn't sustained that injury and he was in totally different ballgame, totally different. Like, I mean, I think, I think, it's a much closer series and maybe stolen, but, but given that fact, Pacers are playing really well. I think they're adjusting. They're having guys step up. Um, I think ultimately Boston is going to take this series though. Uh, I don't know if they'll sweep them. I think, I think I can give the Pacers one at home. So we'll at least go to game five, um, back at Boston where it could close out gentlemen, sweep for one of them. Um, but honestly, honestly, I'm not going to count the Pacers totally out. I like, I like the underdog. I think they can at least steal one. Um, and then or maybe win both at home and push it to a game six but ultimately I don't see that one going seven but it would be surprising and exciting if it does. Uh, so let me back it up a little bit I didn't I didn't even talk about Toronto and Orlando there. So this one surprised I think Orlando kind of surprised everybody a didn't expect Orlando to even be in the playoffs that was that was interesting in and of itself. B DJ Augustine out here slinging daggers in Toronto game one to win it um so it's like at this point this series could go seven I have no idea um I'd like to think that the Raptors got their footing on, on in game two and really like showed the gap that should be between these two it's a two and a seven seed as far as uh, not talent but you know what I mean? Like that, they're just a lot better. But it, Orlando hasn't had a playoff game in I don't know how many years, and so, gosh, this is just. There's so much going on here, so it's like I don't know. I don't know what that environment, that crowd's going to be like. or Do they even know how to act? Like, are you know, are you going to have people like, oh, should we actually? We should go to the game. There's a game. Oh, it's the playoff. I'm just so used to like. I was about to go to Disney World today. Maybe I should go to the Magic game instead because they're actually in the playoffs. Like, man, last time they were in the playoffs, I was just a young whippersnapper. <laughs> I kid. <laughs> but uh, that is also tonight. Um, or that is tonight. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So honestly, though, I, I don't see this series going past five. I think I think Toronto's hopefully found their footing. I mean, they... Oh, poor Toronto, the Eastern Conference Finals curse, couldn't get over LeBron, and then was it last year they exited in the first round because they couldn't figure it out? No, they didn't. No, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, lost LeBron, and then Dwayne Casey got fired. Anyways, it'll be interesting. That one will be interesting. I think Toronto takes that in, like, at worst-case scenario, five, though. I think Orlando... um, they might still want it home and push it to six, but like I think Toronto's going to catch their stride. So, um, non we'll, we'll say non starters for me is Bucks Pistons. Um, as we all, as, as I think everyone has acknowledged, the Bucks are obvious championship contenders here. Uh, Giannis is just proving to us that F- freak doesn't even begin to describe him. Um, otherworldly is, is, is the, the only thing that can kind of encompass how to describe that man. So there's that, but, uh, they blew him out on 2186, uh, 35 point game. Ooh. Um, and then. The second game was almost just about 120-99, so the Pistons aren't even breaking 100. Uh, sucks for them. Blake Griffin, surprise, surprise, breaking news. Blake Griffin's out. He hurt himself again, um, just like every other year at this time. So just nature of the beast. Um, it's the curse of Blake Griffin there where it's like – you better, you better, like, hope he gets an injury earlier in the season rather than later because he's getting an injury. And so the thought is you want him to get his injuries for the season out of the way. So come playoffs, it's like, oh, he hasn't had his injury yet. Time to hurt myself because that's what it really feels like with Blake Griffin. And, I mean, it's unfortunate, but uh, this has got to be a sweep. They're going to go back to Detroit. I mean, I just – there's just too much firepower in this Bucks squad, and and I'm really hoping there's good things in them for store. Can't wait to see him in the Eastern Conference Finals or even the Finals. Um, honestly, I just want—I think I think I want what we all want, unless we're a quote-unquote Warriors fan. Um, which there's two camps to that. There's your Warriors fans, and then there's your Steph Curry fans slash bandwagons so um that's a little personal preference of mine no i'm not i think you can obviously tell which side of the boat i sit on but i just i just i mean it's the same thing for football like i'm not a patriots fan so i'm i'm tired of seeing them in the super bowl um they went two years in a row lost to my eagles fly eagles fly boom boom that's right which I think that Super Bowl win takes almost more credit because you're beating the team that's always there and that has won so many. So you're beating a dynasty team as opposed to one of those off years where they don't where they get bounced in the AFC Championship. But getting off topic, <laughs> it, it's you know when you're the dynasty when you are the tip top, everyone everyone wants to dethrone you. I do think there are some certain circumstances here where um, they were bad for basketball, but we're not going to get in that discussion today. But you know you just like to see. Whoever's at the top dethroned. <clears throat> so, yeah, moving on. We'll spe- You know, that's perfect segue. Actually, um, talking about Golden State and uh, the Clips. Shout out to the Clippers. Shout out to Patrick Beverly. I do not like him when my when um, when my team plays him. When teams I like play him, when I'm he's that dude you love to have on your team, or when he's not on team you hate him. Uh, but hey. That's how it goes. I do respect the guy sometimes in some sense. I think there are certain aspects of his game that are do put pl- other players at risk um, in a general sense. I'm not trying to point at specific scenarios here. But Warriors obviously took game one. And then, bada bing, bada boom. Greatest comeback. Uh, biggest comeback in playoff history. 31 points for the Clips. Um, they were down with like seven and a half minutes to go by 31, um, seven and a half minutes in the third to go. They were down by 31 and came back to win in Oracle. Oh, man. Uh, but all that did was piss the Warriors off. And so then they come back in game three in L.A. and stomp them 132 to 105. So the Warriors are up 2 one. Um, I don't as much as I want the Clippers, that grit of the Clippers to just steal one more game from them. We all know. We all know the fate here. The magic that would be a first-round bounce for the Warriors, though, I think it would explode the NBA. Like, the basketball world would absolutely and totally explode. I mean, no, like, no takes-backs, no no, nothing. Um, It would be kind of bonkers. So... (laughs) But personally, I, I would love to see it because then that takes the weight off the shoulders of everyone else where it's not like the past four or five years where it's, all right, who's going to beat the Warriors this year? We know they're coming out of the West, but who? how can we string together something to beat them? Now it becomes, oh, snap, this is free year. This, this, is like, <laughs> this is like when you get an offsides call at the snap and you're like, oh, free play, launching it deep. Maybe I get a touchdown and we decline the penalty, you know, something like that. And it, it's free play. That's the best way I know how to describe it. It's like, all right, cool. This is anybody's ball game now? And it would light a fire. And I think it would just add another interesting aspect. Now, people would probably call the, the Warriors saying fluke. And they would say, you know, you didn't really win that championship because you didn't have to beat the Warriors. But it's blah, 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 blah. Don't care. They got out. But, yeah, that one, that one's probably over in five. Probably over in five. That's all right though. We all expected that. So honestly, all we can ask for is that um, these first, at least this first round with the Warriors, maybe even the second round, that um, we give we give them as much trouble as possible, or they get that they they get worn out. So I mean, just not getting swept. Because I think we all remember last year. Uh, I was looking at the bracket. Uh, and it was like 4-0, 4-0, 4-1, 4-1. And I was like, that is the worst. I get it. I get it. The Warriors are like NBA ratings gold or even platinum. And and it, it's bad, it's great for the NBA from like a business standpoint and a revenue standpoint, and a TV rating standpoint, to have your most popular team go to the finals. But I can tell you from a basketball fan and and actually from last year's finals being ratings being down that it's not good. To have someone who is that markedly better than everybody else, meaning they they sweep everybody and then gentlemen sweep in the finals. Nobody wants to see that. You want to see some competition, but that was last year. This is this year, and I think we're going to see some competition this year. Um, I think it's going to be fun. This is honestly for me personally. This is one of the most exciting years um, in uh, as far as playoffs go in the last in the last four or five seasons, just because there's so many, I think there's so many good teams and there's so many question marks. The fact that I'm looking at these series and saying like, shoot, this could be, this could be a sweep, but this could so easily go to seven. Like I I can't make a a solid, like I'm not making a confident prediction either way. And that's what's that's what I like about this. Uh, but yeah, Warriors probably in, f- wait, hold on. Yeah, it has to be in five. Yeah, I'll probably close it out at Oracle in five. Whoa, getting so excited and thrusting out some burps. All right, moving on. Denver and San Antonio. This is a very interesting storyline because Spurs um, stole game one in Denver. Kind of punched him in the mouth, said, hey, young bucks, you guys are up and coming. You're super excited because you're number two. Bam. Welcome to the system. Greg Popovich and the system. I don't care. Give me random European players. Give me one star, two stars, and then a bunch of randos. Bunch of randos. I'm gonna and and I'm gonna kick the crap out of these super teams. That's what he does. Freaking system, can't argue with it. The experience, the veteran experience on that team, the (laughs) the dynasty that is the Spurs that constantly impresses is showing showing their experience right now. And Denver came back, and Jamal Murray went from 0 from 8 to 8 of 8. A complete turnaround, a real hot lava moment for him to push Denver through to a win um, in Game 2. And then uh, Game 3 at home, where the Spurs are literally unstoppable. Um, Spurs won, obviously, 118 at 108. So Spurs are up 2-1. They're going to win. Uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, they're going to win. They're going to win again. Um, they're going to go up 3-1. Uh, Denver might fight hard, win a game five, but I don't see this going past the game six, uh, maybe not even past the game five. Uh, just the tried and true system of the Spurs. This is where the Spurs and the Patriots are the same. they just tried and true system. They're in it every year, in the mix, and it's just like, i you can't help but sit back and just be in awe of it pop is most winningest coach of all time. Like what the freak? Oh man. It's honest. It's one of those. They're just, gosh, you just can't argue with it. And, um, you know, there's been a storyline around the nuggets. It's like, are they, is, you know, is this a fluke for them? They're just really good, really young, but then they're going to get in the playoffs and get bounced. I think that's the unfortunate storyline for them. And I don't think it's because I don't, I don't, I'm not calling it a fluke season. They're good. They have talent and they're up and coming. They had synergy. They're just young, though, and they got a bad draw going against the Spurs. Oh, Spurs come playoffs. It's the Spurs, man. I don't know what you want me to do, but it is what it is. So, I think that's a – that one's – now, Now on the devil's advocate side, Denver could shock everybody and be like, no, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to find a way, push this to seven games, maybe even bounce the Spurs. But if they, if it's going to go to seven, if Denver's going to win, has to go to seven for Denver to have a chance to win. Has to, which means they have to win in San Antonio, which is almost impossible. They're like 20 and 0, and they didn't, they like didn't lose at home almost this year. And in the playoffs, they like haven't lost. So, oh man, but it's exciting stuff. I think it's going to be. Really, really good. Oh, what happened on my webpage? There we go. Uh, then we got the Rockets and the Jazz, the four-five seed. This one, man, the Rockets are just—they got their number. Um, their game three is Saturday, April twentieth. You got the late games in U- Back in Utah. Uh, I'm hoping Utah can grit something together. And I didn't—I didn't misspeak. Um, not get something together, but grit, you know, get a little bit of grit, go back to their home court and find a solution because they are getting torched 122 to 90, 118, 98. The Rockets are lighting them up. Uh, maybe Rockets are just hitting playoff form. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The Jazz need to figure something out though. Otherwise, this is going to be a sweep, which is kind of boring, which is kind of hilarious because now that I'm like talking through it, I'm realizing like there's, three series in the west that i think are kind of done Uh, the west a lot of times can be like the first round can be you you have a couple exciting one maybe two exciting series but then the deeper rounds get really um get really intense which is how it's supposed to work but i'm just literally describing the general idea of of a playoff (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry if that blew your speakers or blew your ears <laughs> oh, that's how you know you've been talking too much, when you just find yourself de- generally describing an obvious term like <laughs> it's total John Madden. Well, you know the first couple rounds of the pl- I can't do his voice, hmm. on the playoffs is I don't know what voice this is. We're just gonna go with it. You know, You're gonna see good football, but. It's gonna get the games are gonna get really tight, really close, really intense. Once once we see them in the later rounds, in the divisional rounds, and then the championship round, and even the Super Bowl, that game's gonna be out of control. I don't know. That could go either way. Like, uh, that's how the playoffs are panning out. This year. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't do a voice. I'm just a John Madden voice, but I'm just so taken back at the fact that I just had a real John Madden moment. Um, but yeah, so. I'm curious. Oh, I didn't give you my prediction. Uh, Houston, Utah. I want to give. I want to give Utah one at home, but with how this has been going, I just it's really tough to see. Like it's going to have to be that hard home court advantage. Um, Joe Douchebag Ingles is going to have to get real hot. I'm sorry, he's not a douchebag. I I don't like him, but he I'm, he might be a nice guy. Anyways. But, you know, Joe Engel's getting hot because he's been shooting like garbage. Um, them actually finding a way to really guard James um, and slow him down because you can't shut him down. But that they have to string together one win game three. If They don't win game three. Um, well, I say that, right? I say they don't win game three. Rockets take momentum in game four and they win it all. But then that always gets, gets into the situation where the the team who was, who was down – now it's life, life or death, and so now it's like they they either turn it up and like and like nope, like we are not going out in four, and they win one, but then it goes back to a game five, and and Houston closes it out, or the momentum is just too much and just can't be stopped. So it's either four zero or a or four one on side of Houston, and then things get really interesting once we get deeper. But I'm curious. Let me know. Uh, I'd love to know everybody's. Uh, predictions, or thoughts, um, thoughts on any of my commentary uh, regarding this, um, what you think maybe the keys are to um, to certain teams winning. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I didn't talk about probably one of the most interesting series right now, the Sixers and the Nets. I apologize, everybody. I am so sorry. Am I running out of time? Okay, cool. I am so sorry. It's like, Because the Nets came into Philly and took the dub. And I was like, first of all, I always chalk the Nets up to a fault uh, as just that garbage team with a bunch of random players. And then this year, all of a sudden, they're in the playoffs. I'm like, hold on. Okay, cool. They're in the playoffs, whatever. And they win. And I said, okay, pump the brakes. This Nets team has got something going. So it'll be interesting. But then uh, game two comes out and the Sixers – kind of state why that was a fluke 145 to 123 in regulation time in regulation and when i saw that score i was like it has to be an overtime score has to be nope they just came out guns blazing got hot then uh shift series to brooklyn game three and i watched some of that last night and it was hard uh i heard i heard the nets fans booing the nets um specifically well jared dudley let me see if i can pull this up Jared Dudley, oh, there it is. Yes, perfect timing. So, Jared Dudley did the worst thing he could do and talked trash on Ben Simmons and said, Oh, that's the found poster. I want to see, dang it, the missing poster. Anyways, took him down and uh, let's see if I can find it. I'm sure it's right down here. But he said, if you he's great on he's great in transition but you get him on half court offense and he's average and so like why would you ever do that and surprise surprise ben simmons shows up last night game three and um stops him jared dudley at one point clean airballed a shot and like his own fans booed him like freaking idiot but sixers showed up uh, joel is is resting he's he's always a game time decision just with his tendonitis and so they obviously want to go deeper and so they're not going to risk losing him in an early round um and they're making it work in marianovic and greg monroe who i totally forgot about totally forgot he was even a player in general much less on the sixers um And my my boy, Boban Marjanovic, who was huge. I've seen that man in person. And you're just like, wow. Like, I I wanted to be like, hey, can I have a high five? Just so I can see how small my hand is compared to yours. And experience that. That internet sensation that is the size of your hands. But anyways, uh, came out. So I don't know if you saw, but you can go find it through Bleacher Report on their Twitter. Someone, this was after. um, So Ben Simmons had a bad game. And it's a, it's a, it's a, like, a, think of like a missing persons or missing dog poster. It says missing. Have you seen his jump shot? It has a picture of Ben Simmons it Says Ben Simmons has his date of birth it says missing 24, <laughs> seven um, age, weight, height, identifying characteristics, just average <laughs> last scene drinking in an Orlando. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Uh, reward, please contact Kendall Jenner. Oh my gosh, the savagery, the savagery is real, but that got posted, it would have been yesterday, (laughs) Um, and then last night, Ben Simmons has the game of his life, and so they have to post up, post the found, make the found poster, Um, says found, Ben Simmons, 31 points, four rebounds, nine assists, two steals, three blocks. Identifying characteristics, not shooting threes. Last scene, winning game three in Brooklyn. Please contact Jared Dudley. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> Oh, these storylines are probably NBA like Twitter and NBA memes are probably one of the best things um, to follow for me. So, oh, real quick before I segue into that, oh man, I don't have much time. Anyways, so this one I think is Philadelphia. I think Brooklyn might come back with a little bit of fire, but judging on the last two games, uh, so last night was one thirty-one, one fifteen. Sixers took it in Brooklyn. Um, this is a four or five game series, five game series at the most. Um, but I, I really kind of have confidence that Philly gonna keep riding that wave and win game four in Brooklyn, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, that's on Saturday um, they the afternoon game. so it'll be interesting uh, nonetheless. but uh, last thing I'm gonna finish on so is just talking about a like the storyline with that with like Ben Simmons, I love love like in the NBA out of all sports leagues, I think has like Twitter specific Twitter and memes done the best. They are absolutely incredible. Um, maybe, ooh, you know what? I, 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 that's what I think I'm going to kind of be throwing up on my page, on my Twitter page, at um, Rambling Viking. And, uh, anyways, I want to know everyone's thoughts on all of this, um, on the playoffs, on any of my commentary about it, your predictions, too. Some of your predictions, if you send them to me uh, either through Twitter or uh, at my email, uh, the Rambling Viking at Gmail or at Rambling Viking on Twitter. And I will um, talk about them in in the next sports uh, episode. but anyways, that's it for me today. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Um, please um, give me a review rate or review me if you're feeling that but uh, I'm gonna let's enjoy these these playoffs as they continue tonight and we will see you next week. Peace out.